community happy tuesday once again i hope it's been a wonderful day for you today and uh today it's gonna be a little bit different normally we've been having a guest on we've been interviewing them seeing what kind of type of person they are but as you may know brian and i were just spending the weekend in the beautiful land of puerto rico the the coastal island in the atlantic ocean sorry i was just laughing really hard I, like I'm like a little out of breath right now, but yes, we were in Puerto Rico and wow, let me tell you, it was transformational. It was, it was beautiful. It was relaxing. It was exciting. It was a lot of different things. And that's what we're here to tell you about today. Um, as you can see the, on the bottom, our banner says Puerto Rico recap. That sound, that is a fun thing to say. Puerto Rico recap, say that 10 times fast. And today we are going to be interviewing each other, Brian and I, on our experience in Puerto Rico. So with that, I want you to get ready to MI5, your life. Here we go. Well, well, what is going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> we are back from Puerto Rico. 
as Andrew just mentioned, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently tonight uh, or today, depending on what type of uh, environment you're in, what coast you're on. It's actually really weird, Andrew, because we are now not in the flesh when we were just in the flesh for the last right. four days, right? I mean, crazy. Wow. Uh, and, and what was even funnier is, and we told this story over and over and over again, Andrew and I, prior to this past weekend in Puerto Rico, had only ever met each other one time before. And that was for 10 minutes, one time, one time. 10 minutes Crazy. in 2021 of November. Uh, and, and since that one time, uh, we could feel the energy, we could feel the synergy, and we understood that we had a connection. Uh, we stayed in touch. We grabbed each other's numbers. And one thing led to another. We got into some trading things together. Uh, and the beautiful and amazing uh, community of MI5 blossomed, of course, with all of our other Mastermind members and partners and core founders. So tonight, uh, as Andrew mentioned, we're going to do a little different. We're going to do an interview with each other. Uh, and what better host to interview Andrew about his experiences uh, in his recent days than the person that spent <laughs> the recent days with him? So uh, we're going to ask you right. questions about our journey and uh, through these questions that are uh, very, uh, I guess you could say, self-informed. Uh, we have we have inside information on on the on the events that happened. Uh, they should they should be a really great picture for you guys to understand. Number one, uh, kind of what went down in Puerto Rico. Uh, but number two, some of the really important key lessons that were learned uh, throughout, you know, the trip and throughout the journey uh, on Andrew's end and on my end. Uh, so without further ado, Andrew, I'm going to start us off here. We had flown out to Puerto Rico uh, not knowing what to expect. And, and the real reason we didn't know what to expect is we were going to a conference that was unlike most conferences that we go to. True. And uh, a lot of times you go to conferences, uh, there's a certain agenda. Tell me a little bit about, you know, kind of your feelings in the way that you approached uh, going into this event, because it wasn't your traditional like, oh, I'm going to a, I don't know, an MLM conference right. or a network marketing conference. How are you feeling going into the trip this weekend? Right. Well, I feel like this is a very, very good question um, for, for the, especially in with the past few months of my life that I've kind of like been, you know, uh, all the events that I've been partaking in, because actually this was my third major event with lots and lots of people, something that I had to travel to multiple days in the last four months. And dude, I mean, I, I knew that it was going to be extremely, um, unique just even beforehand because of the community that I've already been integrated in, um, with Jin global information network, dude, Having having a, a success coach like a mentor and everything like that to kind of guide you through this this community that's that's unlike any other um, kind of helped me to be a little bit more warm towards this um, what was going to go down you know I wasn't like oh are we going to drink the goat's blood when we're there like what's gonna happen? <laughs> you know I've never been to this club before who are they like I kind of had an idea um, but you know to answer your question going there and feeling the energy of these these people you know, and, and these are not just like, like, yeah, they're all entrepreneurs, most of them. Right. But what I'm talking about when I'm, when I'm saying these highly vibrational people is that all of these people they know about and they practice law of attraction. They now, know they quick, what is the global information network for those yes. that may be tuning in tonight. Uh, you know, give us a little context here of what type of conference it was that we're going to and how that, you know, you approach that. Yeah. So the global information network 
is a society of individuals that, well, let me, let me actually start with how it kind of started. The Global Information Network is a, is a community of, of individuals that was started by someone named Kevin Trudeau. And if you look up Kevin Trudeau, you know, you're going to see that this guy has been touted as a scammer. He's been touted as a con artist all across the internet. And that is simply because the things that he teaches are things that, that you know, they, 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 they kind of reveal a lot of things that the government may not want you to know about. And in that sense, you know, we're able to learn about how to learn, think better, eat better, you know, become better people and, and, and break past uh, limit, limiting beliefs so much more than what the average motivational speaker might do because they're not just giving you motivational speeches. They're giving you tools, tactics, and strategies to maneuver through this life. And um, it's, it's really, really amazing because I'm sure a lot of you know that we're highly into, uh, we, we, we practice and we know about and apply law of attraction in our daily lives, everyone in MI5. And it is a, a really big part of, of how this even came to be. And, um, you know, going somewhere where that's like just common knowledge and everyone's doing it, it's, it's crazy. Because and that's all the event is about. Literally, that's all it's about. They don't even want you really to talk about your business. It's not so much about like, hey, man, what do you do? Like right when you meet somebody, it's like, how did you discover this? You know, like what, what has been your journey like, you know, uh, of you know, what kind of amazing magical experiences have you come across that, that helped you to unlock your powers, literally. And so, um. Yeah, I mean, just going there and, and feeling the the energy of the speakers and, and also the the people that were there, it was unlike anything that I've ever experienced. Now we we met at the airport. <laughs> we uh, coordinated our flights to arrive at the same time, literally like within five minutes. I'm out, I'm on the ground. I'm on the ground. We're both on the ground at the same time. Uh, it took a while to find out how to navigate the airport. Neither of us had been to Puerto Rico before. Uh, you know, I, I approach Andrew. It's the loudest grand rising the airport has ever received. Uh, That's right. It's a, it was a grand rising indeed. Now, tell us, um, you know, about the journey to the resort and sort of what that experience was like. Because I think one of the cool parts about Jin, uh, we can both agree, uh, and I'd love to hear your insight on it, is that it's not just an event at uh, random Marriott down in Orlando or Tampa. Uh, but, but they're a little bit more peculiar in terms of, uh, the, the environment. So, so give us a little peek about that. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, going to the airport and seeing Brian for like the second time ever in person was like trippy to me. I was like, yo, like I only see this guy on zoom. Like he, I only, see this guy on zoom and hear him on the phone. Like it was, it was amazing being able to actually be with Brian in the flesh. And uh, it, it was like, kind of like your brain has to get used to the fact like this, this is his actual face. Like I could touch your face right now, bro. Like, <laughs> this is kind of funny. like but um, nah, man, I mean, going there and uh, you know, okay. So being on Puerto Rico, like the actual Island, right. It's very humid. Um, I'm in California. It's dry heat. You know, I'm not used. I was like, I went outside and I was instantly like covered with water. I was like, what the heck is going on? And driving to the event, you know, at first I'm kind of talking to the, to the guy that, that we're also driving with about like, you know, gin and everything and how he ended up finding it. 
But, you know, I, I kind of started to neglect at first actually just looking at the streets and at the environment because, like, you know, we're in another country. We're literally in a different country. Um, and, and it was uh, something that I've never really done. I haven't really been out of the country except for, like, in Canada briefly. And um, it was it was amazing being able to experience different cultures, different um, environments that were like very unfamiliar to me and pulling up to the resort, which, by the way, this resort is iconic. It is the El Conquistor Resort in beautiful on the east coast of Puerto Rico and Fajardo that the, the Fajardo, the eastern side of the uh, island. And they've shot movies at this thing celebrities stay there and they have this amazing water park it's literally like built off the side of this mountain it's freaking crazy and we go there we're pulling up first thing we see is a dead iguana on the side of the road like the the roadkill that's in puerto rico is much different than what we got here they've got giant dead lizards and we have like (laughs) deers and stuff (laughs) like deer and raccoons and uh rodents and, and they just have giant lizards sitting on the side of the road dead and I was like, oh, 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 all right. And Brian is actually the first person to point it out. I was like, yo. <laughs> so it was just really, I was like, we are in a tropical island right now. <laughs> like, that is crazy. And uh, wow, the opulence of this place co- took my breath away instantly. You know, I, I've never been to an architectural structure built like this where it's it's so like grand. Like you walk in, you instantly feel like a millionaire you instantly feel like you belonged i mean well i felt like i belonged there it was freaking amazing um and everyone was just so welcoming everyone was so so welcoming now brian i'm not too sure i understand what you meant by like why they you know asking me about what why they plan to put it in puerto rico like i'm not sure yeah i mean you covered it is the oh yeah the the energy all about the environment and it was about the you know the surroundings right it's not just a random resort we've all been i mean if if you've ever been to conferences uh you know yeah sure sometimes they're in fun places like las vegas or you know really fun big resorts uh but this uh i think it was very intentional on on the the environment and the scenery that was at place uh, the, the events that we get to go to, uh, you know, and we're really excited because we're going to a really fun event in three months for Jin in Boston, mm-hmm. uh, actually in May. So that's maybe four months away. But uh, nevertheless, uh, yeah, the, the environment was an important element of it. Every single piece uh, of, of this experience uh, was, was so special. So that's what, that's what I meant. And you covered it perfectly, Andrew. Now, you mentioned the people and, you know, listen. We've all been to networking events, uh, you know, or, or if you haven't, let, let us share. <laughs> it's usually you walk in, right? Everybody's kind of sitting down, they're taking notes, uh, you're, you're networking. And, and as Andrew mentioned, it's usually business involved, right? Let's talk about my entrepreneurship. Let's talk about my business. Maybe there's a product that's for sale at the event. And that product is the highlight of the event. Maybe there's a service they want you to sign up for. Maybe there's something. Uh, this event doesn't have that. Uh, and I think that was really special. But in addition, the people behave much differently. Uh, tell us about the people of this event and what type of, I guess, embracement <laughs> we mm-hmm. received, uh, unlike any other, uh, you know, with, within our lives and in, in, in the event space. Yeah. So I just kind of want to preface with the fact that 
that in Global Information Network, the only thing that you are receiving is information. It says it in the name, Global Information Network, and that's literally it. It's a network of information, and it's a global thing. You know, there's people all around the world that participate in this. And something like that doesn't just attract everybody. You know, you, you might like get in and and you're like, oh, all I get is like trainings. Like I don't have anything to make money with. Okay, like this is stupid. I'm out, you know? And so the type of people that Jen attracts are, are a different breed, simply, simply put. And, uh, you know, everyone is extremely welcoming because the primary, um, uh, the primary like vibe, I guess, I, yeah, is, is love, you know, it's love and compassion and empathy, embracement, just like everyone is very, we literally, the gratitude is such a large part of this community that every single time someone got up on stage they'd be like and give them a thunderous round of applause and you just sit there and you clap and you scream like yeah all right all right yeah and you just keep going and you keep going and keep going and you're like are, are we gonna stop nope nope you just keep going until they tell you to stop. <laughs> like hey get settle down now you know like you just keep going. And sometimes even when they tell you that, everyone just keeps going anyways. Because when you're doing that in a room full of people that really mean it, you know, everyone is so excited to be there. Everyone is so excited to, to get these nuggets from these people. And everyone kind of knows, you know, that they've been integrated into the information before because there's there's certain things that you must know before really diving into this community. And when you know those things and you know that everyone around you is, is, is of that same um, you know, knowledge, then you're just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. Like, so Andrew, you mentioned gratitude. Um, I want you to tell us, you know, of course, we all know the word gratitude. Uh, it's, it's been popping up more and more, uh, you know, throughout, <laughs> throughout uh, culture. I feel like, you know, some of these buzzwords, manifestation law of attraction, gratitude, they pop up more and more, uh, but maybe not so much in the right context. Tell me, you know, how you feel about gratitude walking away from this event in a new light. I'm, I'm sure gratitude means something a little bit more after this weekend than it ever has before to you. And let us know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, gratitude before is just really expressing the fact that you're you are thankful for everything in your life or, or small aspects or you know big things like like oh my god i just you know got this amazing raise or whatever it may be however gratitude encircles in, in a much larger um aspect of of love actually because when you when you feel gratitude you're not just feeling like thankful it's not like like thankful isn't i guess like a because really feelings are the chemicals that are in our body. And so when we feel that grateful, you know, we, we are releasing chemicals like dopamine, oxytocin, like we literally feel good because we're feeling grateful and, and, you know, kind of knowing more um, intricate aspects of showing gratitude after the event, when you show gratitude, you are literally opening yourself up to receive more things to be grateful for. And, and to me, that's just so amazing because it's not only like an incentive to be like, oh my God, like I want to feel good right now. What, what can I be grateful for? You know, but it's like when you know now that when you're showing gratitude, you know, you're, you're, you're opening yourself up to whatever may be out there to 
for, for you to receive it. And it's, it's truly very, very comforting to know that there is something that, that everyone can do to not only give to other people by showing gratitude, but give back to themselves by showing love. And that's like, it's so simple. Yeah. It's so like profound. Absolutely. And, you know, I want to be mindful of our time here. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to try to keep it a little over an hour, uh, if that. Uh, but talk to me and tell us about how gratitude this weekend actually turned into a magical experience. Because I know we had probably about 30 different magical experiences that we could highlight. We're not going to stay here all night and highlight all 30 of them, but but just set an example. Uh, tell us tell us one example from, from this weekend where we witnessed the power of gratitude. Let me think about this for a second. Cause just like you said, there is like 30 different examples. Um, yeah. Okay. So there was, there was one part where, you know, we, Brian had mentioned that he wanted to have a host, a, a morning meditation service or like an early bird meditation session. Right. And I was like, that's a great idea, bro. Like let's freaking do it. You know, let's invite people. Let's, let's, let's spread the word. Let's let people know that we're going to be doing this and that we're going to have you know, a cool time in the morning because they would do morning workouts every morning before the session. So we're like, okay, so let's plan it before the session. Perfect. And you know, we, we set this intention and later that night we go to this dinner where we had we had literally shown up 30 minutes early to reserve the table for a group of friends that ended up getting invited to another table of, with their coaches and and we were just like okay yep they're gonna go do it with their coaches now we've got this open table you know we've, we're like okay we just like say like turn down like a bunch of people because we were like hey yeah it's reserved sorry guys right, and, in, the front. <laughs> yeah, like, right in the front of the event and we're like dang i kind of feel bad but you know what it ended up working out perfectly as I'm about to explain because the next people that come kind of like over wander over to us and be like, Hey, can I sit with you guys? Um, were some very, very, um, they were young, amazing, highly vibrational people that, and, and that was Pierre, his girlfriend, and then our friend Nick as well. And, you know, we're just talking, we're just like, you know, chatting it up and, and getting to know each other and sharing our experiences with, with being integrated in the gym. And then the topic comes up that Pierre is actually a Reiki master, which is a type of uh, spiritual practice. And, and he was mentioning that he's really good at doing guided meditations. And so instantly, Brian's like, Hey, you know, we're actually doing a morning meditation thing. Like, do you want to come? And he's like, Oh, like, I'll guide your meditation for you. And instantly we're just like, dude, perfect, literally perfect. And, and even go, like, so going there the next morning to, to have a professional guide our meditation was just so incredible. You know, like we set this intention with, with the, with the, um, you know, with wanting to be able to give people an amazing experience for the event and hosting it ourselves. And then, because of that, we were able to receive more blessings from just situational manifestation and meeting someone that would 
even further amp- amplify the the awesomeness of this experience wow. and uh awesome. it was it was awesome dude it was so awesome you know even doing the meditation i was feeling extreme gratitude because he was kind of like guiding us into it he took me there guys he took me to the the the, the third dimension <laughs> like literally it was, magical. it was magical for <laughs> sure he was a great guided meditator meditation guy I, I don't know what to call that i mean a guided meditator i don't, I don't know meditation guide i guess is, oh is that's, yeah yeah that's perfect yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. So kind of transitioning now uh, a little bit later on in the event. Uh, we're coming up in 27 minutes. So we make our way through the event. The event's coming to an end. Uh, what is one of your biggest key takeaways um, from the event itself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question, man, because there was just so much knowledge and wisdom dropped and, you know, it's, it's, it's almost, it might seem like it'd be hard to pick, but the two things that stood out to me the most, they're, they're right on the forefront of my thoughts because I've already thought about this quite a bit. Um, the first thing would be knowing when to pour your energy into somebody and when to not, because some people are just not ready to receive the full uh, magnitude of who you are and like what you do and everything like that. There's no point in pouring yourself into somebody who's not ready to receive it. And honestly, I found that I do that all the time with these networking events. I'll go in, I'll meet people and I'll just get as many numbers as I can. And I will like, just try and give as much value as I can right away. And they're not even like, they're not, they don't see my value. They don't see my value. They don't see like that. I'm just trying to be generous or or a good person to them. And they just think that like, what does this guy want out of me? They're not ready to receive it. I haven't tested them first for, for their energy. You know, I haven't seen where they're at and if they're ready to receive what I'm putting down for them. And so that like just seeing it in examples of people there, you know, them literally doing it to me and also like kind of meditating on that was huge and will literally permanently change the way that I like move about life forever. Um, and then the other thing is, is owning yourself, owning who you are completely to your core, no matter how uncomfortable it may be, because, and that kind of like almost ties into what I just, you know, what I was just finished saying is like, you know, when to pour your energy into somebody, what if your energy is like, it may seem like weird at, at sometimes, but that's just who you are. Well, instead of modifying who you are, Literally own it because there's going to be somebody that actually sees how, that you're being authentic and genuine and they're going to like you even more for that. And also when you're not authentic and genuine, then your subconscious knows that and it's hard to be confident after that. Because if you can't, if you can't like, if you can't, uh, thank you, Trey, that, that caught me hell off guard. Thank you, bro. I, I really appreciate that, man. And, uh, and honestly, like without some of your guidance, then I've, there, there's certain things that have completely changed how how i do things now because of just watching how you move um so but yeah owning who you are always and not feeling inferior when you come across someone who kind of like matches your energy but they do it a little bit better i know everyone kind of feels like that sometimes like you you're 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 trying to be good at something and then you meet someone that's even better at it than you and you feel like damn bro like why can't i just be like them you know, and it, you have to just own who you are, even though it might be uncomfortable. And, and it's just, 
it's the only way to truly be authentic to yourself. Because if you don't, if you can't be authentic with yourself, there's, you don't really, you don't have a guarantee that other people will be authentic with you. So you have to be that person for yourself. So that is my key takeaway. Um, Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So the event comes to an end, uh, but the adventure does not. (laughs) So after uh, the event, Andrew and I had a little bit of time uh, to still be able to enjoy the island and be able to sort of go on an adventure. Andrew, I'd love for you to kind of, we, we had two sections to this. Um, we had the section where we were in, uh, you know, the Eastern part of Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we transitioned over to voyaging into San Juan an old San Juan uh, to get ready to take off for our flights. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, first one of the most, uh, I guess you could say, your your favorite part of our time adventuring through the eastern part of Puerto Rico. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna say I want you to kind of explain the San Juan journey because um, I feel oh, like we'll get you'll the San Juan that. journey after. Yeah, I mean we'll start we'll start east and we'll work west, right? <laughs> oh no, I I I I mean I have my my parts, but. I think that you'll be able to fully encompass the journey. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I'll talk about my favorite part of the Fajardo. Fajardo. I am not. Fajardo, I'm, yeah. I, I think I it's Fajardo. I Spanish, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. No, so, no, no, That's right. I had to say that a couple of times on this trip. I have I never actually said that and meant it. Like, it's always <laughs> been a joke. But, like, people would start talking to me in Spanish. and be like, no habla espanol. I'm sorry. Like, I don't speak it. Um, but, uh. So, so yeah, in Fajardo, and I actually found this out from one of our Uber drivers. It's actually like low crime. It's pretty chill. Um, you know, it's like a suburby kind of area. Not, not so much like a city. It's more of like a village. And, you know, we, we actually went to eat at this really uh, awesome food place. It was like a seafood restaurant. So good. Um, it was just straight fire. I remember, um, Eric was on the phone with Brian and, and if he's on here right now, then he would have like, kind of like remembered this. Um, cause he sent a picture of Brian sent a picture of his tuna, <laughs> but, but, uh, anyways, that's right. And you know, I'm, I'm sitting there eating and I'm just like, dude, I, I literally started feeling something like in my core, like in my solar plexus, it was like freaking glowing, dude. I was like, I have a strong feeling that we are going to come across somebody from the event that we know, like tonight, we're going to just like find somebody. And I was like, I, I can't get that out of my head. Like we're going to for sure. And, uh, and then Brian's like, well, like we're going to now that you have felt it like hundred percent. And so I was like, yep, guaranteed. And I literally just forgot about it after that completely forgot about it because we were just like doing so much stuff. And later that night, and this is actually being live streamed. We had gone into the jungle and we were just like having a blast, literally like walking to the jungle. Brian is like destroying his shoes. Like we didn't really know what to expect. And so we're walking on this beach and we find a path and we start walking on that path. And then we see this guy and he's like, Hey, you know, the beach isn't too far down there. And he looks at Brian's shoes like, Hey, your shoes aren't going to make it, bro. And I'm like, what? Like we're just hiking. And they like, actually look pretty good right now. <laughs> they, they do. They do. You didn't, you didn't destroy them. So I'm just like, okay, what? And then we keep walking. And then I understood what this guy meant because as we continue forward on the path, as we're like, you know, kind of like going, 
there's literally giant pools of like tadpoles and stuff that you have to walk through like mud pools with like frogs and fish in them and we're like oh <laughs> like okay like i guess you have to walk through this now and so we like do it and brian does it and then i think it, when did you take your shoes off bro like what, on, the, on the way back i just never put my yeah. shoes on yeah 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 <laughs> so when then we go and we get to the beach and we have this amazing meditation session and that's actually oh yeah i want to kind of like go over this while we were we were doing an open eye meditation staring at the the, the horizon and uh like standing in the ocean it's shallow and we're just like staring at the horizon meditating and that's actually when i came across my like my realization of standing uh owning who you are no matter how uncomfortable it is because literally standing and in the ocean and my legs started to hurt while i was thinking about this i was like i was like you know standing for who you are always i was like meditating on that kind of like idea and my legs really started to hurt because I was just literally standing completely still on uneven ground. You know, it was like kind of uncomfortable. And then I was like, Oh my God, I was like I have to stand. I have to stand for who I am, no matter how much the pain is, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how much like on uh, un- uh, discomfort that I may feel while owning who I am and not like trying to be like somebody else, you know, like that I was like, it was a mind. I was like, Dude, I, I haven't had many experiences like that. Meditating where something from the external world, like like something that I'm like feeling, may, like shifts how I'm thinking about whatever I'm meditating on. So that was like crazy. And that's literally how I got to the conclusion of that kind of realization. But anyways, we're walking back. We, we like get ready and everything. Oh, oh, actually, there's something before that. That was probably my favorite part. I have not felt the urge or to, to not do something that I knew would help me grow for a long time. <laughs> I, I'm the type of, <laughs> I am the type of person that will literally do pretty much anything, if, especially if I know that it's going to be uncomfortable and that I'm going to be a better person after it. But this time, Brian got me. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Brian got me. I, you know, something happened where... I found myself resisting. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, I don't do that. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. That would be weird. And that was because I said like, yeah, dude, we got to start hiking back. Cause I got to go, bro. Like I got to go to the bathroom. Number two, it's bad. I'm about to, like, like we're, <laughs> we're prairie dogging over here. I got to get out. Let's go dude. And so like, I'm hurt, trying to like, you know, get hurried up and leave. And he's like, dude, just go in the ocean. And I'm like, nah, what that's I was like, that feels weird. I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man. And so then he's like, dude, just do it. Like it's it's gonna be amazing. It's like you literally just like wash yourself off in the ocean, you're fine. And so and he's like, dude, if you do it, I will do it too. And so we like go 50 feet the other way, and then we do it, and then we meet back, and we're like, Did you do it? And we're like, Yep, did you do it? Yep. All right, yeah. And then I was like, dude, thanks for helping me do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was liberating <laughs> it was totally liberating i was like that was amazing i'm literally gonna do that all the time as soon as i see the ocean that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> maybe not at a crowded beach with the family members you know <laughs> i mean shoot man that's just another barrier to break past. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and uh, and a sex offender citation. <laughs> you have to bring, you have to own who you are. Remember, <laughs> no matter how uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Okay, and and then walking back, this dude Brian is like, "Yeah, I don't need shoes, bro. I'm just gonna like walk in the jungle with bare feet." And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess that makes sense." But like later, kind of thinking about the fact that like. There could be scorpions and like poisonous centipedes, and this dude's just like walking like mud caked between his toenails or his toes. And we're just like, Yeah, dude, uh, Brian, you're a freaking badass, dude. Straight up, I would not do that. <laughs> um, and, and, anyways, uh, as we're hiking back, remember, I had said that we were gonna, I felt like we were gonna find somebody as we're hiking back. We like bump into two guys. We're like, oh, oh, sorry, guys, sorry, I didn't mean to get in your way. And then we're like, like, yeah, we were like, dude, holy crap! Like, it was our friend Igor and Dennis from the event, and they were hiking in the jungle at like nine o'clock at night, the same time as us, same path. And there's like a bunch of different paths you can take. And we're just like, oh my god, dude! And they were like, what's up, guys? Like, they, they weren't even surprised at all. They were probably manifesting it too. Like, I don't even know. And so these guys were camping in the jungle the entire time of the event. They would, they were, they were like not trying to pay for the, the cost of the resort. So they would like hike from the resort and five miles away. Yeah. Five miles every single day walking to the event. And they were there early too, like for the workout and stuff. They were straight top G's for that one. I was Slovenia like, oh. in the house. They're from Slovenia. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What a culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was impressive and it was, it was amazing. And also they taught us how to do this thing that feels amazing actually. And if you ever meet up with me in person, I'm going to make you do this with me where they, uh, they were like, we need to laugh. We need to laugh. And I'm like, okay, okay. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, yeah. So, and then he gets out his phone. He's like, all right, I'm going to laugh then you're going to laugh and he's going to laugh and he's going to laugh. And then it's just going to get like progressively louder and stronger. And so we're like, okay. And so he takes out his phone and just like starts recording and just starts laughing. He's like, (laughs) 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 and then then like, even after like three seconds of doing that, you really start laughing hard. Like everyone just starts randomly laughing and you're taking a video of it. And if you do it for 15 seconds, it's like 15 seconds of medicine. That's what they're saying. It's, it's actually something that they teach in the club. And like, it felt amazing. And then we did it with our friends later uh, in the journey, but amazing stuff. So that was my favorite part. You know, just that whole like hike and everything, going to the beach, going into the ocean and hiking back and meeting them. Just, I will never forget that. It'll be a story for the rest of my life for real. Absolutely. Now on a closing note, uh, just for conscious time's sake, what uh this will be the last question what was your favorite part and what are you andrew golden gonna make sure uh that you apply in your day-to-day life moving forward after this event taking action immediately once i make a decision that's like I'm already doing that. Anything that I decide to do, I'm taking at least doing at least some action for it immediately as fast as I can, because then you actually get the ball rolling instead of like being like, okay, I'll do that tomorrow because then like, you're not so inspired right then. You know, like if you don't get that momentum moving, it's not the same. You know, you're like you, if you wait the next day or the, or two days after that, you're going to be like, 
wait, why was I going to do that again? You're like, I'm not even sure why I was like so hyped to do that, but it could have been like so profound and like something that's awesome. And that's has, that's happened to me so many times where I'll like come up with some awesome thing to do. And then I'll wait too long to do it past 24 or 48 hours. And then like, I either don't do it or I start and it's half-assed. Like, I'm just like, I'm not like, I don't do it with the same vigor that I would have done if I had just like started taking action immediately. And uh, if I had, you know, like thinking about that, you know, now that I'm like, literally, I can't think differently. I, I, I will never be able to think the same as I did before the event. Like it's completely changed the way that I think about like taking action. Um, then this year is especially going to be freaking insane. If I if, think about it, if you, if you took action every single time you made a decision, how far ahead would you be in life? That's crazy. Like I'm, I'm going to probably do more this year than I have in the last four years. It's going to be insane. So, um, yeah, man, that, that's, that's gotta be it. Absolutely. Well, Andrew, what an amazing recap of our awesome journey. Uh, we didn't get into the San Juan and old San Juan part, but we'll save that for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, dude, <laughs> I think we, we can both say, uh, we, we really truly had a blessed and, uh, a lot of gratitude is in our hearts walking away from this trip. And we're going to take a quick one minute break and put a timer on here and we are going to return and reverse and switch musical chairs. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see you in a minute. Talk soon. All right, we're back to church music. That's right. <laughs> welcome back, guys. Welcome, welcome. Grand rising. Grand rising. Yes, it's my turn to interrogate Brian about Puerto Rico now. That's right. Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, my first question to you, man, is, you know, on this trip, we say grand rising so much all the time, constantly. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a part of who we are and it's a part of our businesses. And, and it, the trip started with Grand Rising, you know, it literally like it, the, the, the coolest parts of the trip started taking place after that first Grand Rising in the airport. I think that Grand Rising has really transformed meaning. It, there's more to it in the definition of it. And, and, you know, I kind of want you to what how do you feel that Grand Rising has changed in its definition while we were away? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, right, we are so conscious of the words that we use. 
so, so Grand Rising is just the starting point, I think, of MI5, of us, of our members, of our core members. It was just the starting point of us making sure that we were conscious of what words we were using. I remember at the beginning and early stages of the MI5 movement, uh, some of our members and some of our core leaders and some of our mastermind people would say good morning. And we kind of all nixed that and we adopted <laughs> Grand Rising, right? <laughs> like a Grand Rising mm -hmm. kind of came into fruition. It became who we part of who we were. And, and for those that are part of our community, they know like Grand Rising Financial and, and we're always Grand Rising. So when we arrived at the airport <laughs> and I walk around the corner and I see this massive tower, Andrew Golden. <laughs> I, <laughs> Andrew's so tall, guys. I'm 5'11", but he's so tall. I, I love him to death for it. Uh, he, he can help reach things on the top shelf if you need That's it. Right. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, cool we hear a grand rising and, uh, you know, it, it instantly lit up the event. Uh, it instantly lit up the airport, I should say. And th all throughout the event, uh, we, we made sure that we were grand rising every day. Uh, when, when we met somebody, when we walked through the hallways, when we uh, were cheering for somebody going up on stage. Uh, we were Grand Rising every step of the way. And it's almost like Grand Rising has kind of evolved, not just from a way to say, another way to say good morning, but also like into almost like a term like aloha, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. a, a term that's like interchangeable, right? So when you see somebody, instead of saying hello, you can be like Grand Rising. You know, instead of us introing with like, hey, good evening, everybody, we can say Grand Rising, right? We, we use Grand Rising in so many different contexts. Um, and I think that it, it just, it plugged in so much, uh, and it definitely set the tone for the start of our, our journey. Grand rising. Grand rising. Absolutely, man. You know, it's, it's literally like saying hello to somebody. Now it's not just good morning. It's almost just like, hello. It, it could be, you know, it's so many different things. It's almost like saying, I love you at this point. <laughs> like literally, yeah. um, but you know, okay. So grand rising, you know, that, that was a huge common theme throughout the event. And while we were at the event, you know, you asked me a lot about the members. However, we were able to watch some very distinguished gentlemen in business and in life, some very wise old guys. But like I say that in the, in the most respectful manner, some of the, these speakers, you can tell they've lived such a rich life and that they've had so much experience in t not only like like living life, but having helped other people live their life to the fullest extent. What did you feel from some of these guys? Like, what was like the 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 kind of examples that you took away from some of these extremely wise guys? Yeah, and not just guys, but women also, right? Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we had some amazing men and women speakers at the event, uh, and unlike traditional events where sometimes there's a common theme um, or a common product, like we, we mentioned before, the, the product of the global information network is information. Uh, we're there to re receive information. So when you're hearing the wisdom of Dr. Tom, Dr. Ted, uh, Blaine, and some of our speakers that uh, got up on stage and, and blessed us with their words, you really understand and can grasp their experiences, not only as an individual and not only their wisdom within age, because as we know, age is just a number, as Andrew says, of how many days you've been on the earth. Uh, and, and some of the wisdom that I've learned from Andrew at the age of 21, I've learned uh, far more from Andrew in some cases than I have from 60-year-old men. Uh, but 
the wisdom that these gentlemen in particular shared at this event, uh, these are, you have to, you have to, let me set the setting. These are experts at manifestation, law of attraction, and tuning their frequency to achieving the result they want within the physical world through tapping into source energy and through actually recognizing how to do some of these key principles that create such beautiful magic. And not only through the magic and the wisdom that they shared and sort of the stories and the journey that they share, were we able to learn how they navigated certain situations within their life and applied that magic. Uh, but we also were feeling the energy beam out of them while they were speaking. And as Andrew mentioned earlier, we were beaming out energy out of ourselves as we were recognizing them, we were applauding them and we were giving them praise for sharing the wisdom, for coming onto the stage, for coming off of the stage. And it truly was just infusing the entire, like the entire conference center. Guys, it was like being inside of the Energizer Bunny's drum as he was beating. <laughs> <laughs> like it was vibrating at such a high frequency that all of us, uh, like I kid you not, you could feel your, your skin buzzing. You could feel your skin tingling uh, and you could just feel such warmth and gratitude coming out of your heart from these speakers and, and, and from each and every person at that event, because you're not going to pay to be a part of the global information network to receive information unless you are truly seeking and willing to have that studious sort of mentality of receiving and learning and applying the information in your everyday life. You're just not going to, I mean, it's just not a thing. And then this is something that, you know, a lot of people can't wrap their head around. Like, why would I pay for it when I could go to YouTube and search some videos on there <laughs> or read an article or, or just go buy a book? Um, by the way, guys, we're not trying to get you to sign up for the global information network. Ooh, no. There's no referral or MLM or anything. We're just talking about like how we're so blessed to be members. Uh, I want to just throw that out there just in case you guys think this is going to like end with like, Hey, join the global. No, no, not at all. <laughs> we're, we're just part of a really fun club and we love to be a part of it, but, uh, I just right. that. but yeah, go ahead, Andrew on to the next question, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I should have asked this before, but I'm going to ask it now just because like this is kind of now coming to my the forefront of, of, of what I'm thinking about here while you're while you're speaking. You know, I haven't known you for a super long time. However, I do know you well enough to know that you have been in this this way of thinking. You've had this attitude towards life for you've said a decade. I mean, I don't know if it's longer than that, but you said decades, right? And, and I'm like, okay, being that kind of person and knowing about this stuff and exi it existing, what's it like having this whole other curtain unveiled of just like all this, these new, this, these yeah. new tools and information, like what's that like, man? No, that's a, that's a really great question. So what, what you're referring to is feeling good all the time and, and feeling the energy of recognizing that optimism or looking at failures as lessons and, you know, taking opportunities and, and turning them into something magical or seeing the best in every situation uh, isn't a trait and a characteristic that a lot of people possess. 
Um, and, and it's something that I didn't possess when I was very young, uh, but it's something that was instilled at me at a very young age from my mother, uh, who's on here tonight. So thanks, mom. <laughs> a little shout out. But but also, you know, it's something that, you know, myself, uh, you know, as I, as I started to transform in my teenager years, I think it was a really the, a big time for this for me is where I started to recognize that it wasn't worth sitting in those emotions and letting those emotions define that moment. Because just because you have a bad moment doesn't mean you have to have a bad day. Just because you have a bad morning doesn't mean you have to have a bad afternoon. Just because you have a bad week doesn't mean you have to have a bad month. And just because you have a bad month doesn't mean you have to have a bad year. Uh, so I learned really, you know, how to train my brain from a very young age to do this and to sort of recognize that when you see a difficult situation come up within your life, um, when you're facing a difficult challenge, uh, when you're facing a sad challenge, something that makes you angry, something that makes you mad, when you experience a loss, when you experience a death, when you experience anything, and just recognizing that that's just part of the process and part of the journey, uh, and, and you can embrace it because you can learn and grow from it. Um, I actually, it's, it's a funny story because I thought something was wrong with me. <laughs> I actually thought that I had something wrong uh, in recent times too, uh, probably like two or three years ago, um, you know, within the last two or three years, I thought, you know, it's not natural for somebody to feel good all the time. It's not natural for somebody to, to get over things so quickly or to look at the bright side all the time. It's not natural for somebody to, you know, they just lost their job, but they're still smiling because that's happened to me before. I've lost my job and I didn't know what I was going to do, but I was so amped still about like what was to come. Oh, this means I get to go look for a new job. And I've been wanting to explore and, and find new interesting concepts to be a part of. Like, like every single time something happened, I just would transition it. So to answer your question, when I discovered uh, that one of the core principles of the Global Information Network, one of the core principles of the, our studies within the Global Information Network is feeling good all the time. And that everybody in this community <laughs> literally lives by that principle. Uh, like that is the foundation. Uh, it was like absolutely mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing to just think that, you know, oh my gosh, like something isn't wrong with me. Like this is how you're supposed to navigate. And the, the alignment I think is huge um, because, you know, being off on, on my own, you know, you, you tend to question, you know, yourself, like you just were talking about earlier, being your authentic self and standing for who you are. Right. Because like society tells us that we should, you know, it's okay to have, you know, uh, bad days. Like you can treat, you know, this with, you know, different remedies or, or you know, pharmaceuticals or, or whatever the case may be or, or therapy. Um, you know, it, it, that, that's okay. It's good, actually, if, if, you, if you have something. And I'm not saying that pharmaceuticals or therapy are bad. I'm just saying like, it's kind of a culture where you know, it's, it's accepted for you to not feel good all the time. And then there's solutions that they provide for you to feel good all the time. But the solutions are more like Novocaine and they just numb you into feeling good. They don't actually at your core make you feel good. And, and this is something that, that was instilled in me, like I said, and something that I've just kind of held close to my heart is, is the absolute genuine feeling of feeling good coming from within. And now to think that I have a whole community of people that, that think and feel the same exact way, as well as my fellow MI5 partners has just truly been, it's been an eye-opening experience the last three or four months since I've been discovered or since I discovered the Global Information Network and since I joined membership within, within the community.
and especially after the event. Yeah, no, agreed, man. And, you know, on that topic of feeling good all the time, one of the byproducts of doing that is that you are you open yourself to a, a, a state where you're able to manifest anything that you are thinking about. Because when you're feeling good, you have a, a good vibration, strong energy. You know, that energy is being beamed out of you like just rays of sunshine, literally. And, and that was a huge theme all around, all throughout our event, man, all throughout the event, all throughout our, our trip in general. Like it's, it's crazy. Actually, I didn't tell you about one of the craziest manifestations that happened even after we part parted at the airport. I didn't get to tell you. Well, but, we'll have um, to set up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, I could even say it on, it would actually be totally appropriate to say on here at some point. Um, but anyways, what were some of, I know I talked about the event a lot, but from your perspective, what were some of the, the like obvious conscious manifestations that took place at the event? Oh, I mean, we had so many, right? Uh, you mentioned the meditation. I mean, here's, here's the thing. We were constantly, and I mean, constantly, right. Receiving manifestation, like constant. And I mean, some people like to think, you know, manifestation is either a buzzword, right? Manifest it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> or they think that manifestation is a coincidence, right? Oh, there's just coincidences. Like sometimes things happen because that's just the law of averages. And it's and sometimes things kind of collide and it's not manifestation. It's just it happened to work out that way. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. There was clear manifestations i mean from the gentleman that we met in the middle of the jungle the only people we saw on a random there's hundreds of trails to, to the one you mentioned to another one right to we were literally walking down the hallway and we were going to find food it was really late at night right and mm -hmm. we we go down the monorail and you know we uh end up in the dark marina you know ocean water we're like i don't know if we're supposed to be there there's a spanish sign we're like does this say do not trespass we don't know we're walking around we're trying to find food it's late at night it's like 12 o'clock one o'clock in the morning and we couldn't find food uh, we were hungry because the event didn't have food the first night and we you know really really wanted food so we're walking back um you know from clearly recognizing that there's nothing open at this hour and there's nowhere yeah. to uh and, and we bump into these two beautiful souls nick and manda um, and they're like, we've got snacks at our room. You want some snacks? Boom. Boom. <laughs> like, boom. I mean, I, I know you may think that like, you know, okay, maybe it's just a coincidence. Of course people would host you and like, but like, no, they, they offered the snacks before we said anything about food. They're like, oh, would you like, would you guys like to come, you know, enjoy and hang out back at our, you know, thing. Cause we, we were just going to walk right back up to the hotel room and call it a night. We spend two hours, you know, easily a solid two hours within, within their hotel room. We're doing stretches. We're doing, you know, really intense conversations. Uh, this is where the testing of energy um, came into play that Andrew was speaking about earlier and, and some of that, those lessons and where we leave and we go back up the monorail. And again, this is a giant resort. It's in the side of a mountain. There's all these different sections. There's a building on the top of the mountain. There's two buildings down below the mountain. There's multiple buildings. There's a giant golf course, the gated grounds. It had to have been a hundred acres of land. <laughs> like it was just a lot of land. And we're walking down one of the hallways and we pass by 
our roommate, <laughs> the gentleman that we're st staying with and Andrew's coach, you know, at the exact time in an exact hallway at the exact places, we were just about to get ready to go back to the room. There's another manifestation. These just happened over and over and over again. We were speaking to a woman named Taylor. Uh, and mm -hmm. we had no idea <laughs> whatsoever that Taylor was actually in the same group of people as Pierre, who guided our meditation. So when the guided meditation came that morning and we were all, you know, and, and Pierre is coming out of the, you know, out of the resort, coming over to guided meditation. And we had found out about an amazing beach to go visit. Uh, and I found out about that from two different people. The reason I found out about from two different people is because those two different people together, but they weren't sitting together at the table, but they actually ended up popping in there all the way mm -hmm. to the end of the event where we were in the middle of San Juan, giant city. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about this more, I'm sure, in a future question. But we run into in the middle of a city a day after the event, uh, you know, giant city, thousands of people, you know, that were passing throughout the this big footprint of San Juan. And we run into two of the people that we grew closest to, uh, Piero and Ignis, right? And it's like to be able to find or to, to stumble into these gentlemen uh, in, in the middle of the city is just absolutely, you know, incredible. Uh, there had to be a thousand people at the event, maybe a little bit less. Um, but we only interacted with like probably a solid 25, 30 people. And to think that we stumbled into like six of them out in the jungle and in the city and in random places, <laughs> that is absolutely a uh, manifestation. There, there's no other, you know, especially since you were thinking of it and especially since we were beaming that frequency, because remember the frequency you beam out finds its way back to you. And we were all vibrating that same frequency. Absolutely, man. It was truly, truly magical. And I, I've, this happens to me every day in my daily life constantly. I'm always like, and I don't even like have the time to talk about it to everyone. And like when we're on our leadership calls, I don't even have the time to tell you, bro. Like a bunch of stuff is constantly happening to me that I'm like consciously manifesting. It happens so much now that, that and I'm sure you heard me say it at the event, a bunch of like, I'm not even surprised. Like, I'm literally like, this is normal. This is a hundred percent. Like this is supposed to happen like this because I'm thinking like this. Oh it yeah. Will always be like that constantly and forever. Let me, let me share one more manifestation. Andrew and I are walking with our luggage and oh. we need a taxi to get yeah. to San Juan. It's an hour away. I call the nearest taxi, a couple near taxi companies. None of them have taxis. I finally find one that has taxis. They're like, yeah, we've got taxis. Uh, however, they're all busy right now, and it's going to be an hour or two hours before we get you a taxi. Um, so we're like, okay, that's fine. I guess we'll just kind of walk in the direction of, you know, San Juan, and maybe we'll make some progress. And we'll once the taxi driver is free, we'll we'll text him, and we'll know where we're at, and then we'll make our way to San Juan. Uh, we had never seen a taxi in in the eastern half of uh, Fajardo because it was just there wasn't too many taxis out there at all. And Uber was non-existent out there. It was, it was existent in San Juan, but not out there because it's a small little village. Uh, so I just don't think there's enough work out there for taxis or Uber to make money. Like point blank, they have a couple of different offices that you can call to order a couple taxis, and but they're going to do it like on demand. Andrew and I are walking down the street. It's a million degrees out. We're hot. We're rubbing suntan lotion all over our faces and, 
Uh, we're like, let's just go stop in the shade over there for a second. And I kid you not, a taxi pulls by, rolls down the window. You guys need a ride? Our little buddy, Danny. <laughs> Our little buddy Danny. He's like, what's going on, guys? Yeah, pop on it. And then we're like, yeah, we're, we're trying to go all the way to San Juan, though. Will you drive us there? It's like, yeah, pop on in. One of the most amazing gentlemen ever. Give us so many wisdom and knowledge and nuggets. But get this. The second that he pulls up and picks us up, I get a text message from the taxi company that told us two hours. And they're like, I'm sorry, we're going to have to cancel. We're too busy today. We don't have any drivers. So we just didn't have transportation, but we manifested a transportation vehicle right in the smack dab center of the heat and, and, and during our travels. Literally, was that was one of the, that was like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing this, man. <laughs> and one thing that I want to kind of mention too is like, the energy I felt from Danny right when he opened up his window, I was, he just felt oh, so kind. Like I so knew instantly. I was like, yep, we're getting in with this guy 100%. No, no, no worries at all. And also I want to mention that like, yeah, while we were rubbing suntan lotion on, I missed these two spots on my forehead. And now they're, they're the only part on my face that's sunburned. Just these corners of my head. It's so <laughs> hang, on. hang on, gentlemen and ladies. There's more. Danny <laughs> drives us all the way to the airport in San Juan. Yes. Because we needed to put our luggage somewhere before our flights. And we are calling around all these luggage places, but they close at 6 p.m., 7 p.m. And our flights, you know, Andrew's flight's late night at like 11 o'clock. Mine's later than that. Uh, so we're trying to think like, well, what the heck do we do? We've got like 10 hours and we have nowhere to put our luggage. Uh, so Danny's like, listen, I'll take you to the airport. You can put the luggage there. So we bring our luggage into the airport. And uh, we go over to the luggage place and the luggage place in the airport closes at 6 p.m. too. So we're like, crap, Maybe. what the heck are we going to do? Like we, we all the luggage places close at 6 p.m. I know a hack. You can go to a hotel and drop off your luggage there. You know, if, if you're ever in an area where there's a bunch of hotels and you just kind of walk in, uh, you can you can drop your luggage at a hotel. Most of the time they don't check if you even had a room there. They'll just put it in the back room and give you a ticket. I've done this at Vegas and various vacations that I've gone on. But the crazy part about it is, is we're walking back. We're like, all right, well, guess we got to go get another taxi. <laughs> guess we got to yeah. go get another taxi and find our way into the city and figure out a place to put our luggage. My, my guess was to go to a hotel. As we're walking back to the entrance, uh, we stopped to get some coffee. And Danny, our taxi driver, gives us a call to check in on us and make sure everything went well with dropping off our luggage. <laughs> How many times in your life has a taxi driver or an Uber driver given you a call and been like, Hey, just checking in and make sure you guys are all right. <laughs> like what? And sure enough, we're like, yeah, the luggage place, you know, they close at 6 PM. So Danny says, I'm still here. <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't left yet. He was talking to one of his other taxi friends. He's like, come on out. I'll give you a ride. And he drives us for free <laughs> to, the, to one of the nearest hotels and, and drops us off. I mean, guys, manifestation after manifestation after manifestation of, of just magic uh, blossoming within our lives uh, every step of, of this trip. It was so, so magical. <laughs> it really was yeah. just out of this world. In, incredible, incredible experience with him. And in one thing also, I'm going to tell another manifestation story because this one's kind of crazy too. Um, when we were walking from the resort in Fajardo to, or Fajardo to, uh, we, were, we were, oh yes. So one other crazy thing is our roommate Bashir, he, we, we like needed a place to stay. We needed a place where like, I don't really know what we're going to do. Um, we're going to just like find somewhere to stay. I don't know yet, you know? 
And like right when the event ends, Bashir comes up to us, our roommate, and he goes, Hey, so I'm just going to give you the the hotel that, that I got from, you know, that I bought like a week ago. I'm just going to give it to you guys because I found a place to stay here at the resort. And we're like, Oh, perfect. Awesome. You know, like, thanks, bro. And so we, we had the notion that Bashir needed to come with us to help us check into this hotel, but really uh, we ended up not needing that at all. However, we ended up doing it and you know, Bashir, we're, we're walking to this like weird Airbnb hotel thing. I don't know really what it was, but it was nice. You know, it's cool. And uh, it's freaking hot. Brian's got his like giant suitcase with like another duffel bag attached to that. He's on he's on the phone closing deals with Eric. And he's just like, we're walking in the, street, <laughs> the busy streets of Puerto Rico. I'm like taking videos of all this while it's happening because it's just crazy all around us. And we're just like these obviously tourists like i'm wearing a suit brian's oh yeah brian was like brian had to like strip down and get his shorts like to get take off his pants because he had shorts on like in the middle of the freaking like on the corner of the street and like uh, it was just like obviously these these are americans just like (laughs) doing their thing you know and uh and so we ended up walking 20 minutes past our destination 20 minutes past where we needed to go and we're like oh my gosh dude and like for two seconds we were like this sucks you know we're like yeah this is not so good now and instantly i'm just like wait guys you know like something we we are responsible for vibrating this into our experience everything in our life is a is a manifestation no matter what the situation is we're constantly vibrating the outcome of our experience and so I was like, we need to just take a step back and think, reflect, why, why did this happen? You know, what, 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 what did we vibrate to make this happen? Right. And so then we're like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, what if this is a really good thing that's happening right now? And then Bashir mentions the fact, like we literally did ask to go travel the streets of Puerto Rico. And here we are for being forced to travel the streets of Puerto Rico. So it's not so bad. And then randomly this guy that's at the airbnb he calls me and he's like hey I, you know did you make it to the place like you know are you are you coming like is are you, do you have a ride like what's going on and we're like no we have to walk because we ended up going you know we, we went to the wrong place you know so we're walking back and he's like he sounds like frustrated he's like, ah, um okay i'm gonna have my daughter pick you up um just stop where you are i'm gonna have her pick you up just look for the white bmw and so like we're sweating in our suits. It's like freaking 80 degrees out and like so done. We're just like, man, okay, like yeah, we we kind of asked for this, but you know, I'm I'm like ready to be there. And uh and literally we get picked up in a very nice white BMW air, air conditioned, conditioned. <laughs> air conditioned, driven to the thing. Perfect. Absolutely I've perfect. I've never met an Airbnb driver that uh Airbnb that came and picked you up literally shuttle service (laughs) literally like it was perfect and bashir then just asked like hey can you give me a ride back to the resort yep boom everything worked out perfectly so yeah okay so that was that was our journey through fajardo now there was so many things in the event we could literally be talking for a whole nother hour about all the different manifestations however i want to kind of transition into our our journey after the event in san juan which I think is the biggest city. It's like the most uh, popular city, most populated city uh, on Puerto Rico. And 
we that's where we decided to go is about an hour away from the village that we were at and we had a whole day to spend there you know after after you know sleeping at this airbnb we had the whole day of monday and like kind of into the night to journey just figure out what what's this city about you know they actually just we we learned from danny that they just finished this last weekend celebrating 500 years of history that weekend you know that's awesome super awesome so there's a lot of culture in this place there's a lot of it, there's a lot of history you can tell the streets are very old you know it's like this stone road that's like super like old and polished from all of like the cars driving on it and it's like it's really cool looking um lots of ports and cruise ships and just it's it is epic you need to go try it someday guys anyways brian i'm gonna let you kind of go into our journey because man it was crazy it was was wild (laughs) it was wild so you know one of the things that andrew and i really wanted to do was integrate our experience um you know from the event Uh, And if you guys don't know what the term integration means, it's such an important element of a lot of of a lot of things that you should do in life. If you have an experience or if you have, you know, a profound moment within your life, integration is uh, one of the most critical tools in terms of growth. Uh, So so Andrew and I had made the decision ahead of time that we were going to spend the day on Monday to integrate the materials that we had learned at Jin. I integrate what we had learned at the conference and reflect upon that such highly vibrational experience that we just had experienced. So we made our way to the city and we're walking, you know, through the streets of old San Juan and we're seeing everybody taking down all the festival stuff and we're kind of deciding, you know, what is it that we're going to do? And we didn't really have an agenda. We didn't really know where our journeys were going to lead us. But I'm going to break down for you the magic uh, that that happened. Uh, so we find these scooters. And if you guys have been in any cities, you know, the, the scooters that you walk up to, you get an app and you just press a button and you can rent them. Um, and they just you leave them wherever you want. Uh, so we find a couple scooters. Uh, we pop on the scooters. We start whizzing around in old San Juan. Oh, my gosh. So much fun. So, <laughs> so fun. much fun. So just whizzing fun. around the streets. The, the, the hill line. Uh, you know, there's an a old ruins of like these forts where these cannons are. And, you know, there's this giant hill and uh, it goes up to the ruins and there's a fence and you can look into the ruins and see. And Andrew and I just sat up on that hill uh, because when you turn around, you could see out for miles and miles and miles into the Atlantic Ocean. And then with your other, the other way, you could see like the city from a very high point. Yeah. And the government building, the giant government mansion. um, It was just a gorgeous scenery. And we were blessed because we were the only people up there. (laughs) So we're we're sitting up there on the top of the hill and we are playing some amazing frequency music and we're meditating and we're integrating. Uh, we, we spent a solid, oh gosh, probably an hour up there, Andrew, right? Yeah. Just sitting there, you know, easily an hour, uh, just sitting, sitting with ourselves, sitting with gratitude, sitting with our our thoughts and and, and really, truly integrated. This is where a lot of, you know, if, if tonight sounds like a magical, you know, story, uh, you know, all the things that Andrew shared, all the things I've shared thus far, uh, it, it truly is. And, and as you can see, it's made an impact within our lives. And I hope it makes some impact within you guys' lives because, we like to share our journeys to be able to allow others to kind of 
see some of the lessons that we've experienced and grown from and hopefully provide value for those that, um, that, that hang out. So for everyone that's popped in tonight, thank you so much. But we're, you know, we're integrating, integrating, integrating. And sure enough, the time comes, we stand up and we're walking down the hill and there's this little carved out portion of the bush it is bushes all along to the left of us. And there's this little carved out portion with like the trees and the bushes chopped down and we go over to it and it's just the most extraordinary, like the most extraordinary view ever. The waves are crashing down. There's this little cove and it's all eroded and it's just, it's like, it's a postcard. It's a movie. It, it's the most beautiful scenery ever. So we stood there for about five, 10 minutes and just truly soaked it in. And I said, Andrew, <laughs> we are going down in that cove and we're going for a swim, man. We're going down That's in right. for a swim. <laughs> it was just, so beautiful. It was gorgeous. Absolutely. Amazing. And so we need to find a way to get down there because it's like 400 feet down. We're like towering up above it. We're like, how the heck do we get down there? So we are walking through and we're going through, you know, uh, down along the coast. Well, I was like, let's just follow. Let's just follow the coast. Uh, and we see a, a big iguana, <laughs> a giant iguana. We hung out with him for a little bit. He was so cool. He was just hanging out there, looking, enjoying the view. Uh, we, we continue to go along and we finally find stairs that lead our way down to the beach. Um, and we start walking down to the beach and we run into a gentleman, uh, Dante. And this guy didn't have to stop and say hello to us. We said hello to him, uh, but something stopped him and made him turn around. And, and I think, honestly, it's, it's something that he needed because uh, he turned around and he said, hey, where are you guys from? You know, he, he walked past us at first and, and it, it would appear like he was just going to keep on going. But something turned him around that day um, and uh, or yesterday, rather. Uh, and sure enough, we ended up <laughs> diving deeply into into his soul <laughs> and uh, really, really peeling back the layers of, you know, his life. Um, here's a gentleman that makes really good money over six figures. He's in the tech industry. But he's not happy within his job. Well, da 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 da. Mi five. We're all here. <laughs> like you guys know. That's right. Grand rising. Grand rising. <laughs> so, like you know, we see this this prime individual. Uh, but but the thing about it is, guys, is that he was calcified a little bit. His soul was calcified because he was a thirty four year old gentleman, just like myself, and he thought that he just needed to find the right job. And that's what he felt like was missing within his life. So I kept challenging him. I'm like, yeah, man, but like, what is it that you want to do? Like, what do you want to be in life? And he just like, Oh, well, I hope I can find it. I kept on asking him. I kept on asking him and he kept on giving me answers that weren't the real answer. <laughs> so I kept on peeling back and poking. I'm like, no, but like, what do you want to do? What is your dream? What is your passion? What is your goal? And it was actually a really, really magical experience because you could just tell after we parted ways with this gentleman that, you know, we exchanged numbers. We're going to probably connect in, you know, a couple of days here or something uh, that, that his 
perspective of like thinking that he had to just find, he's like, oh, well, maybe Google will come into my area of the country and I can work in the Google offices and that would be a great place to grow old and retire because they give you good work-life balance and they've got a meditation room. Uh, but, you know, it's just like, no, right? Like here at MI5, as you guys know, we inspire people to live their brilliance through becoming the best versions of themselves, equipping you guys with the tools to create that financial education and financial time freedom for yourselves and ultimately free ourselves financially to go off and do whatever it is we're passionate about and be wherever we want to be and go wherever we want to go, eat whatever we want to eat and live however we want to live. And, uh, you know, that's something that we, we shared with him and he was just, he was, he had no idea that type of thing even existed. He, he didn't even have a clue <laughs> that, that that was yeah. possible. Um, and, and it was really cool to kind of make that, you know, that genuine impact and something, like I said, drew him to us, um, you know, myself and Andrew and him just kind of stood with our ankles in the water, looking out at the ocean, having this really deep, intense conversation. So we need to still make our way over to our cove, <laughs> our watering cove. So we, we make our way down. We're walking through the rocks and nobody's there. And we're like, oh my gosh, it's beautiful cove all to ourselves. Um, and sure. We, yeah, I want you next to me, man. Don't you put me all by myself. <laughs> no, but yeah. Missing you already, do you? Yeah, no, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're walking over to the cove and we're going through and it's gorgeous, luscious waters. The waves are crashing down um, and we're, we're walking through the cove and I see this rocky structure and I'm like, Andrew, let's go up over and, and see the waves. Look, now, let me quickly paint some of the picture, guys. This is like blue and green water, like bright oh, blue. Gorgeous. This gorgeous it, it was insane um i just want you to like kind of see and imagine like this pool like this real kind of a large pool um about you know 50 feet across and 20 feet wide blue water green water and like this like cliff right next to us that's yeah. the scene that we're with yeah yeah, so we, we hop up on this rock thing and there's this big pool and I'm like, Andrew, come on up. And it, it sucks to cry out this stuff because your feet hurt and we're coming up it and we go up into it. <laughs> and uh, and sure enough, Andrew comes up and he stands next to me and it was really gorgeous. It was very, very beautiful. Uh, but in front of us was a landmine, <laughs> a landmine filled pool of sea urchins. <laughs> thousands of sea urchins <laughs> he was about to walk right into it all sea urchins sea urchins of all kinds so i think we figured out why uh why no one was at this beach because we were at sea urchin death beach um but you know andrew's like whoa bro no more steps <laughs> let's go back i was like no you guys have no idea let me kind of like just say it from my perspective too because like this is like this just so painful to climb on like spiky like rock thing and i'm like okay like i ain't i'm i'm tough bro like i'm gonna climb up this if he did it i can do it too right you know it's fine i'll do it um and i'm like god ow ow oh, okay my foot gosh dang it okay all right i'm up here and he's like come on come on bro come receive them <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's so funny. He's oh, like, man. he's like, come on, <laughs> come receive this blessing. <laughs> oh my god! All right, guys. All right. All right. All right. Let's he's like, let's come go. on, bro. Come on. It's so beautiful. 
and as soon as I, I'm, I'm like a boy scout. I'm experienced with freaking nature and stuff. And like I used to hang out in Fort Bragg and like go to these pools and like you got to watch out for certain creatures. And like instantly we get up there and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like dude, this is dangerous. Like we need to go right now. Like there's literally we're in the one area that's not completely covered with these death sea urchins and i'm just oh, like there's so many sea urchins but hey you know what it was such a fun <laughs> fun adrenaline rushed experience and, and oh, andrew's yeah. like all right let's turn back and, and by let's all means right now by all means we turn back we left yeah. we got out of there but it was such a gorgeous gorgeous cove and uh you know to face death uh <laughs> in the form of sea urchins no uh <laughs> You don't always die, but you know, it, it just, the, the, the fun behind it was, was, was really cool. It was, it was really cool to experience that. Definitely something I'll remember for the rest of my life. So Andrew oh, yeah. and I, you know, we, we continue, uh, we go back up to our scooters and guys, there's like four miles of roads where you're able to just whiz with scooters. So we're whizzing oh, down. Yeah. It's going up over bridges. And oh my goodness, I wish I had a GoPro. Like we need a GoPro mm, next yeah. time we go back to San Juan because yeah. this was just the most extraordinary experience to kind of whiz through these streets uh, up against the coastline, looking out to the ocean. It was beautiful. It was a gorgeous day. The weather was perfect. Um, it wasn't too hot. Uh, it wasn't too cold. Uh, we got some beautiful slushies, uh, coconut and passion fruit. <laughs> And uh, yeah, a lot, lots of just gratitude and soaking. And again, integration, integrating our experiences and thoughts. We make our way back to the city and, uh, you know, we're driving and going and I'm, I'm going, right? And I hit this pothole on my scooter. <laughs> I, I hit this pothole on my scooter. I flew like 15 feet in the air. Like 15 feet in the air, like up in the air, like I'm up. And I literally turned into a ninja. And somehow I rolled on the pavement and I sprung back up to my feet. Literally and landed straight on my thing. And then I like was perfectly fine. And I went over and grabbed my scooter. And I don't have a I don't have a single scratch on me today. Like I, I don't like my hands like were like on the ground. I like used my I, I rolled with my hands and like pushed myself up. It was ridiculous. And like again, <laughs> perfect. I, I think I've got like one little mark maybe right there. But you know, it just it was it was insane. <laughs> uh it was like out of a, a James Bond movie or something, but um you know, so then we, we, at that point in time, I think we had had enough scooters, uh, for the day. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so we, um, you know, we, we get some water and, uh, we run into Ignis and Piero, as we mentioned earlier, two gentlemen from the conference, uh, from Denmark and from Italy, uh, amazing gentlemen from, you know, the Europe, uh, the country of Europe and just their culture and all of their, you know, their differences in the culture of American culture versus European culture was so extraordinary to hear about. Uh, we walked the streets with them for about an hour, uh, ended up nestling into a beautiful little bar slash restaurant, uh, enjoying some delicious, delicate uh, cuisine uh, and just spending hours, uh, you know, kind of integrating and uh, integrating together uh, what we had experienced uh, throughout the event and, and what we had experienced on our journeys. And, and talking, you know, about ourselves and, and, you know, things that come from their home countries. Uh, we planned on meeting up this June in Europe. I think we're going to be 
heading to Italy uh, to, to hang out with them for a week. So that's going to be really fun. Uh, we're going to start to plan that. And then in May, uh, we've got the event up in Boston for the Global Information Network in my neck of the woods. Uh, and it's funny because Andrew and I, uh, you know, I, I live in the area, so I haven't gotten a hotel yet for the area, but we're going to be at that event. And Andrew, uh, you know, hasn't gotten a hotel yet. Uh, and we're talking to these gentlemen. We're like, yeah, we should go to Italy. And we invited them to Italy with us because we wanted a tour guide because Piero um, is from Italy. So he knows the whole country of Italy from top to bottom. He's going to give us an amazing tour. Um, and because we invited them there, uh, remember, we talked about one of the key lessons that we received uh, during this uh, event was the more you give, the more you get. And the more you give with intention and, and the more gratitude that you give and the more love that you pour and the more frequency and energy that you beam out of yourself, the more comes back in exchange. Uh, so we're sitting here chatting and talking and they're like, yeah, we, we booked a four person room at the hotel in Boston because uh, it was the same price as a two person room. So if you guys want, you guys can just stay with us for the event in May. Uh, and this is like a, but it's, this is like a really nice hotel in Boston, guys. They just went through like a, I think like a billion dollar renovation or something ridiculous. Hundred million, yeah. Hundred million dollar renovation. That's pretty intense uh, type of renovation. Uh, I've been there before. It's it's right in the heart of Boston. It's it's gorgeous. Um, I haven't seen it since the renovation, so I'm excited. And they, yeah, we, we're really excited to be spending the event in May there. Uh, but yeah, we just got invited to to join their room for free. They're like, oh yeah, come on in. We got four spots, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that was the end of our journey is kind of just sitting there, breaking bread together, uh, soaking it in. Uh, you know, we go out and we catch an Uber uh, to the airport and we wrapped up our, our lovely, lovely evening, uh, as well as just a, such a gorgeous day of, of integration and exploration and near-death experiences. <laughs> but, but no, no, with, with all seriousness, such a, such a wild, wild, true experience that was just, just out of this world. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, literally, Pietro, he's Italian, and Italians, this is something I didn't know, are, are big into food. Um, I, I should have known. I you feel like that, I, I'm I Italian know. and I love food. You didn't Literally, know. I, I feel like I have known that, but like it just was made very apparent with, while we were with him. And this man all of a sudden starts talking about, you know, how you can taste things better when you exhale. And and I was like, hold on a second. I was like, are you teaching me how to taste better right now? Like that's amazing. Like what the heck? And so I'm just learning all this different stuff from from him and and Ignis. Um, who is a uh, lot Latvian and they, they both speak like really good English. Anyways, it was, it was awesome just learning all the sort of different things that they know about and like how their schooling works in, in those countries too. A lot really, of really weird for sure. Yeah. One thing that I want to highlight that's like so cool that I learned just like, just really quick is that in Europe where they're from, when you go to school for business, you don't just learn about school, like business you actually, they like put you in a business that you can get your hands dirty, which is like so cool. Like we don't do that in America. We don't like get that kind of experience. Uh, I almost feel like it's for a reason so that like they can kind of like keep you below like the competition. Um, but anyways, yeah, super cool with those guys. Now, Brian, we're coming up here on, on the, uh, you know, half hour mark. And I still have one very important question to ask you. And that is, that is, what is your key takeaways from this event what are the things that have like been at the forefront of your thoughts since we've left and and what are you going to do to integrate them into your life 
That's a really great question. I spent, uh, you know, the majority of my night last night, all the way into today, actually journaling uh, on the event so that I could really integrate one last time. In addition to all the integration we did yesterday, I think one of the, one of the biggest key takeaways for the event is energy and frequency seen through a different lens and how to truly navigate and to truly dictate how, where, when, and at what intensity you use that energy and that frequency within you. Uh, similar to yourself, like you said, you know, we are highly vibrational beings at our core. So by, by all means, we're, we're vibrating at our highest potential at all times. But being able to recognize when you're in close proximity with that similar energy and when you are not is something that you could really feel the difference from the people at the event versus the people in the outside world. You know, just, just even from being at the event around all the people there and then transitioning into San Juan and passing by people in the streets or, or sitting by people in the restaurants or different Uber drivers and stuff that we had, you, you have a better awareness of actually being able to tell. And I know it sounds weird, but like it, there is an actual like feeling uh, and it's something that you can feel if you pay close enough attention. And one of the biggest things that I think, you know, that helps you feel this energy. And, and this is a quote that, you know, I think I've heard you say before, Andrew, and I've heard several people here is that you've got two ears and one mouth, use them proportionately. And when you take the time to recognize that proportionate ratio, and, and you really do ask more questions to the person and you approach every single person that you come in contact with, with that proportionate ratio, when you recognize that you should not be the one who is talking the most, you should be receiving the most. And you do this by prompting people with questions. You do this by prompting people with curiosity and genuine curiosity, not just sitting there asking something for the sake of asking it because you're just waiting for the chance for you to be able to talk about what you wanna talk about next. But asking it with genuine curiosity, with genuine love, with genuine compassion, with genuine emotion and receiving the vibration that's coming from the conversation because conversation is vibration. And this is one of the biggest things that I did at the event that I, I've done before. You know, it's one of the success stories of MI5 is we've, we've asked people what value they provide for the universe and had millions of Zooms all over the world. Like that's part of the, the success, but, but doing it and, and having a pulse on the, the frequency and the vibration while doing it is a completely different experience. And when you do this, you truly do genuinely, and you can get a scan of a person's frequency and vibration. And then you can determine how long, how much, and how intense you want to proceed moving forward within that conversation with that individual. And you're able to either can you know, you're, you're really able to task prioritize, you know, the, the interactions that you had, because we would come across lower vibration frequency individuals, not only at the event, 
uh, but in public. And I don't know if you noticed this, Andrew, but like some of the people like, you know, I deliberately kind of ended conversations sooner um, or I engaged and made them much more in depth and I made them a lot longer. Um, mm-hmm. And this sort of this selective process of understanding that for maximum optimization of your time and your, you know, time is one of the most valuable resources that we have. It is the most valuable resource that we have within life uh, is, is a new takeaway for me um, because you should be auditing the energy that is around you at all times, not just auditing your friend circle, not just auditing how successful they are, not just auditing how much wisdom they have to give. Those are all really important things. And those things go hand in hand with how much their energy and how high of a vibration they are. Uh, You should also be auditing the energy like an electrical tester. Um, But I didn't have the electrical tester uh, before this event. And I feel like more and more that I study into this material and the more, the more that I study into the law of attraction and the, and the more and more that I tap into the energetic fields of frequencies and vibrations that come from the soul and come from within and come from love and gratitude and all of the things that, that we experience in utmost highest forms of their concentration uh, this weekend, uh, the more I'm able to fine tune my electrical tester to those that I come in contact with on a daily basis. So for that, so many lessons will blossom from the way that I interact with humans on a daily basis. Wow, man, that is a gold nugget for everyone. I hope you just really were listening to Brian when he said that, because that some people only learn that after a lifetime. Seriously, that was fire, bro. I didn't even pick that up. Like, dude, I'm like going to write that down after this. Um, (laughs) Seriously. Um, and that was a whole trip experience. Uh, and this is going to be my last question before we wrap up here out of the information that we learned on activating your leadership energy. What is your favorite part? What are you going to be doing every single day? Yeah, I think, you know, to echo kind of what you said earlier, activating leadership energy doesn't necessarily pertain just to leadership. Um, and that was the topic of, of the whole conference for those that don't know. I don't know if we mentioned that we may have kind of been passing, but activating leadership energy is not only leading others, but it's leading yourself. Um, activating leadership energy is leading situations. Activating leadership energy is, you know, making sure you're stepping into those uncomfortable and those unknown situations within your life. Uh, no matter how uncomfortable, or how unknown they may be, and recognizing that you need to face them head on, no matter how much your feet hurt when you're standing in the sand doing an open-eyed meditation or whatever it may be, uh, you know, and, and taking action. I mean, taking action is the key principle behind, you know, and not just action like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this or, or acting upon it, but taking action with intention uh, and taking action with planning and, and really setting and, and keeping the score of your success and keep keeping the score of your progress, I should say, that leads to the success. And uh, that that was one of the key takeaways because, you know, again, synergistically within my life, I keep score through things like stay focused daily for people that have followed me on that journey. Uh, but not so much, you know, the way that it was broken down to us this weekend, and I'm not going to go into it because that's a whole nother conversation. And quite frankly, that's kind of hidden information. If you want to know that information that's within our community, um, not our community, but within the global information community. But that is the key takeaway for me. 
is, is leadership energy is applicable across all areas of life, not just situations where you find yourself leading others, but leading yourself as well, or leading situations. And, and action taking is the key component of the success to being the optimal version of yourself and the optimal version of the leader within. Amazing, man. Amazing. And, um, and with that, guys, I want to kind of close out by highly, you know, we're not, we're not here to promote joining the Global Information Network. However, I do strongly encourage that you give yourself that blessing. Give yourself the opportunity to learn how to become a more highly vibrational individual and learn how you can literally make all your dreams, wishes, and desires come true. Why wouldn't you want to have that for yourself? I mean, it's, it's truly, uh, and, and it's just, if you, you feel like it's, you're, you're in a family. I mean, while we were there, yeah, we were ready for it. yeah, yeah. If, if you're ready to, and, and we can actually help you be ready for that. If you would like, you just need, just DM me and, and I'll kind of like give you some sauce. Um, but seriously, seriously. Um, but yeah, man. So Brian, I don't know if there's any, any last closing uh, messages you would like to say before we end this, but man, yeah. I'm, fired up this is an awesome <laughs> show like i'm glad that we have this for ourselves now so that we always have this like video journal of our trip yeah this is a very good video journal uh as andrew said you know we're not here to tell you guys to join the global information network we don't get anything if you do join the global information network uh it, in fact uh you know it's something that you definitely need to be ready for though and it's something mm-hmm. that you need to you need to want because otherwise you're just wasting your time and your your energy um and wasting money time and money. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not free, uh, to join, you know, and you're, you're paying for information. Um, but if you're ready, you know, if, if some of the things that Andrew and I were speaking about this evening, whether it's manifestation that was happening to us or just the truly magical experiences that were going on, understand and recognize, uh, a lot of what made this trip so beautiful and so magical, uh, was a direct byproduct of the energy and the frequency that was going on within that convention. Uh, you know, sure, Andrew and I could have gone and visited Puerto Rico and probably had a blast, you know, just because we're, we're two cool dudes and we're business partners and we do a lot of great stuff together. Uh, but there was just so many more layers uh, to our trip uh, that we got the blessing to experience um, and, and miracles and, and magic and manifestation of this universe and, and the law of attraction happening hundreds of times, you know, small time, hundreds and hundreds of small little occurrences throughout the entire trip. So like that was truly, um, you know, and then us being able to integrate it, you know, all day on Monday, yesterday, and then all day today. And then with you guys this evening, uh, it's, it's truly been a beautiful, amazing ride. I, I can't wait to reference this video for, for all the years to come. Uh, I want, I want to thank everybody that came out tonight and supported us because we really do appreciate you guys a lot. And, uh, you know, this is a kind of a fun, uh, different episode of the MI5 show than what you guys were used to. The last couple episodes were featuring guests. We'll be back to that next Tuesday. Hope you guys can join us and to, and to everybody that's a part of the MI5 family and the community. We love you so much. If you're not a part of the MI5 community and family and you love our vibration and you love what we do, please join our Telegram channel uh, to join the fun. It's 100% free. You can come on in and chat and spread positive love, vibration, and energy with all of us beautiful souls. Uh, and, and help us grow and, and build our community up this year. Uh, there's no catch. We're just trying to build a large community of similar like-minded individuals. 
Uh, also, feel free to follow us on all of our social platforms at the MI5 Movement. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we are everywhere uh, that there is social, pretty much TikTok, you YouTube name it, as well. and YouTube. Yep. So uh, feel free to join us there. And I, I just want to thank everybody. Thank you so much, everybody. We love you so much. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone has a blessed and safe Tuesday and, and has a, a, a glorious night's sleep. I sure will. I'm definitely sleep deprived. I know you are too, Andrew. Oh, yeah. We got we yeah. some. Yeah, guys. Well, hey, I just want to say to everyone, let us know if there's anything that we can ever do to help you. And with that, much love and grab your umbrellas because MI5 is taking 2023 by storm. Woo! Have a good night, guys. Grand Rising. Let's go. Grand Rising. <laughs>